1: Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Now, I have been, to toot my own horn, on quite a run when it comes to uh, being lucky enough to have uh, some phenomenal guests. And one of them, I should have muted out, but you can hear in the background. uh, Today, today we're speaking with... um, I guess you would say this man has quite possibly the most perfect jawline in all of Facebook. Uh, (laughs) The the incomparable and the talented. Again, I should have muted him out because I like to bring people right in on that. But you're you're all listening to this, and it's all live, and it's all good. And I don't do my edits, and we just go straight for it. Uh, On the phone today, ladies and gentlemen, we got we got Mike Oz, big fan, big fan. Hello. Thanks.
0: I'm doing great today. How are you doing, bud?
1: awesome very good um yeah and i was saying you know we were talking earlier uh mm-hmm. before we went live we were talking about uh basically about you know just the facebook the way it works with you know like your 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 face-to-face friends people you've known your whole life will poo-poo your shit um and your your, your online friends uh your, your your facebook community like so your real life friends are, are are bumming you out and your, and your online community is is boosting you up so mm-hmm. my 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 question to you, and, and in this sense, is we were talking about this. You had just yeah. started in on a new radio project. So before we get into this, normally normally I go into a little bit of detail about sort of uh, what you're all about. But you cut me off, mm-hmm. and you're in, you're you're speaking right now. So <laughs> Mike's here, so we're gonna we're gonna do it a little bit off the cuff here today, ladies and gentlemen. Sure. Mike, tell me a little bit about uh, about the radio program that you're running now. Uh, with the, tell me about that
0: yeah sure so um you know in name of like people on the internet friends on the internet supporting us more than even our friends that we know out here so um i had a friend on one of my uh in one of my pages that i run and uh, on tartaria and all that and uh but he saw that i was putting out all these dance music um releases and he contacted me he said i have a radio station in ontario and i said that's fantastic i I'd, I'd love to get promoted out there he goes well let's do a radio show together so we're 4 weeks in and this radio show's going crazy right now it's amazing and i would never i would never have ha- had that kind of approach like to get start something like this um as a radio show and i've done radio before uh it takes months and months and months of yes and no how much am i get paid how little all this stuff it it would have taken half a year to get this thing off the ground right now it's 4 weeks in it already has its own legs i mean like this is a new way but you got to trust the other person right that's the cool part is you kind of got to vet the person online that you're friends with and you kind of go search his profile and I bet they did that to me and uh and made sure that I'm not uh, some kook and you know or somebody that's you know just simply has too much uh you know doesn't have a right head on his shoulders anyways to do the project so once I was vetted they they said yes and um so that's pretty cool you know I
1: I think you. I think you in that in that rundown as well discredited yourself a little bit because, um, when you talk about you know weeks and weeks and weeks, how much am I getting paid? How much am I doing? That was a mentality that you would have held a while ago, uh, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, too, we're gonna we're gonna talk uh, quite a bit about. Mike is an addiction counselor as well. Uh, he's done a lot of work on himself, which has allowed him to uh, speak on other topics for others and through his work. But the the interesting thing is, you know, back then this whole People need to be vetted. You're right. But the idea and what we were perceiving at the time was, what am I getting from this? And that was, like, what, yeah. what am I going to get from joining this? Yeah. But the, the beautiful shift in that I found in essentially my frequency and the frequency mm-hmm. that I work with with other people, mm-hmm. the shift I have found is not what am I getting, but like Jim Rome says, it's not what you're getting, it's who you're becoming. And sure. I, I mean, I could be wrong in this, but I would assume that you—you know—this opportunity for you is also an opportunity to become something and to to gain something yourself. So, so I think yeah. That, so, you know,
0: so, so what happened there is basically, um,
1: I, because
0: make, making a dance music show, let's say, it's not on the most spiritual of all frequencies. Certainly, if you go look at all my pages between Tartaria and and free energy there's so much more spiritual which we will get into
1: over the course of this podcast there's (laughs) there's,
0: there's so much more spiritualized stuff there this is like the least spiritual right so for me it's almost a regression but in fact the only reason that i kind of took this radio job was because with the ceo of the station he wanted me to do a uh eventually a tartaria radio show and Mm. and and speak about more about spiritual things and stuff like that and so
1: which that's, you'll have me on, right? I'll be against. Yeah, yeah. Damn right. You're okay. Damn right. Perfect. <laughs> and,
0: and, and so and so and so that was where, like you were saying, like the new mentality of what it's almost. What can I be giving back? Yeah. Right. Instantaneously, as soon as I'm getting something, I want to give it right back. Right. Yeah. That's that's how I feel these days. So so in that sense, that's why I wanted that The two the two shows, let's say I had to give one to get the other, and so um, that's fine with me.
1: I think it's amazing. I think, I think too, you know, the the frequency that is being tapped into like we spoke of um, is one of predominance. Um, And, and that mentality, I remember I, you know, financially I was at my most successful again when, you know, when the alcohol and the drugs and all that shit were involved uh, I was just collecting, you know, I was out, I was manipulating people and you you know, Mm -hmm. people are like, why do, why do you give sales a bad name? Or why does sales have a bad name? And it's like, well, because, you're, you're making people buy stuff that may be iffy about wanting it or not. So you're using verbal cues and the manipulation to get them to do that sort of thing. And that's why sales has a bad name, but the idea behind creating something that somebody wants and then offering it to them uh, is, is a phenomenal, a phenomenal approach. So giving, in other words, giving more of yourself, giving like the content that you put out is next level. I mean, there's, and, and the more that you do put out, the more you're giving out, the more you're, you're vibrating on that frequency. Like you, you caught people's attention because you're constantly putting out such quality photos and stories and messages mm-hmm. on multiple levels. And that's just mm-hmm. simply you sitting there giving and giving and giving and mm-hmm. the result is coming back. So people are so, the people that have the fewest things are the ones that are like, what's for me? What am I getting? You know, like, sh- eagle, of course, of course. And you're over here giving and giving and giving. Well, because you
0: got to see past your own nose, right? Once I stopped drinking, once mm-hmm. I stopped looking that, you know, that entitlement, mm-hmm. all that stuff that is just ego fueled, right? Uh, once I got rid of that, then the, the rest of me sees that the kind of knowledge that I'm thirsty for right now, as soon as I get it, I can't keep it. I got to no. give it back. Yeah. You know why? Because I got to empty up for more knowledge to come in. Well, one of the you neat can't things- have it all, right? You can't no. have it all. That's the thing. You can't have it all. So if you, so if you, if I'm if I'm diving in to find out what we've been lied to about in history, what we've been lied to about in the sciences, uh, then you know it can't be a solo journey, right? That's why I've got the little private guild. I do that just for have it's for having a little troll trollless area. But all my big findings, those all go into the pub, into a much bigger, larger public group where people can share and, and, and whatnot. Plus, I don't I don't forbid anybody to share and copy and paste out of the guild itself, mm-hmm. right? It's just a, a repository for me where I can think and I can go back and There's not a million people putting down uh, on the on the timeline that I can't go back down maybe two months. Uh, and you know, I can do that with in a few minutes instead of like sitting there scrolling down for a day until you find that old, post. Like,
1: <laughs> I find right? myself actually, when it comes to that stuff, things that I like, I find myself like screenshotting stuff again and again. So like I've got multiple layers of things, so I don't have to constantly hunt down through.
0: I know I've tried that <laughs> for a bit and then that got really confusing. I was like, okay, but you know, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. That's a good, that's a good
1: method. Yeah, I, I, I have to get, I get a kick out of it too. I'm going to jump into Tartan, but every time you talk about, yep. every time you talk about your, you're putting out dance music, like just because mm-hmm. I guess, because I know your age, I know my age, I know where we came from. All I'm thinking yep. of is remember Master T, Extend a Mix, Dance Mix 92. Oh.
0: oh yeah, of course. That's how I started dancing. Yeah. <laughs> That was like when I went to my first after hours.
1: That's funny. That's, and that's the stuff I think about. Like, that was, if you look back, ladies and gentlemen, in Canada, the, the, the dance mixes, they're still going, right? But it started in 1992 with mm-hmm. Extend a Mix 92. Sure. And that sure. was, I just remember it being a red CD or tape cup, it was a tape at the time yeah yeah. here we are dating ourselves anyway that's hilarious but no i mean that's so that's phenomenal where can people find you on that so i'm gonna move on from the radio yeah yeah okay sure
0: for just for you know if you want to check out some of the radio stuff you can go to um canadian online radio network.com uh and then you'll find radio z in there and you can tune in it's every friday uh 10 to 2 uh your
1: time toronto time Toronto yeah. time, Eastern, yeah. New York time, ladies and gentlemen. That's good stuff. Yeah. So cool. now, let's talk about a few other things. This is, yes. a, this is an all-encompassing podcast. Uh, I want to talk I about – yeah, there we go. This episode is great because we talk business. That was business. Everybody's making money. We're on the radio. Things are good. I'm going to be a guest. <laughs> Let it be known here first. Yeah. So, <laughs> so now, let's talk about addiction. And, and that's one of the things that actually initially brought us together was the addiction, the True. overcoming – um, yep. whether people want to admit they're addicted or this, that, or the other thing. I personally um, overcame uh, a mental state that dictated the dichotomy of me having to drink every Friday and me being a slave to society's consume alcohol, consume drugs, consume all these things as a reward, as a, this, as a, that. I mean, there is a whole, a whole long list of, of things that your mind changes. And you touched on it earlier when you said, when I, when I, got rid of the alcohol and to me that was the biggest change <clears throat> getting yep. rid of the alcohol changed absolutely everything so yeah where are you right now with uh with your because you're working with addiction recovery as well
0: so you know okay when i got here um, my higher power call it god call it whatever you guys want but mm-hmm. when i got moved out east i said you know god i will do what you want do i need to do my music with my big recording studio should i continue with Uh, addiction and mental health, you tell me, you put it in front of me, and you're driving the bus. So you know what happened? They both happened, because half of my clients and half of my students here all have incredibly serious mental health. So some people who didn't know where to go out here to go and study music because they have really severe ADHD or Asperger or stuff like that, I just finished studying how to treat that and how to keep well it's not treat but at least you know how to maintain work with and so forth and so i you know created unique little um packages for them so that they could work here in uh, in their way you know and so so i got i've been dealing with both and then now i've started doing some work with the uh, CMHA, and we're doing this big promotion out here, and I'm going to be recording five songs for free that they're going to put out, and it's all about mental health. And cause mental health out here in, in the east, let me tell you, of east of Canada, oh my God, it's like the old language. These guys don't know what biopsychosocial is to save their ass. They're, you know, it's, it's quite, it's quite, uh, it's quite neolithic out here, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, so and that, so that's why I'm glad that I came with the new, you know, the new language uh from a very progressive college like fleming in peterborough um and
1: you never hear the word progressive in peterborough in the same sentence just gonna put that i I know
0: but but the program is amazing the program was fantastic so so coming over here with that i've been able to i guess turn some heads you know uh, people like the ceo at cmha out here and so it's great you know i've been doing both things
1: I think that's amazing. Yeah. And, and the funny thing too, is you, you said enough is enough with regards to Toronto. When you left, you didn't yeah. go, you didn't, you didn't pick a destination. You're like, I'm out and this is where we're going type of thing. So you yeah. were essentially, you were brought there by a, a you. Like you said, you want to call it a higher power. You want to call it whatever, following oh, yeah. the signs and following this and following that. You just, yep. you did what was next.
0: Yeah. When we put our ego in front of ourselves too much, and I'm not saying to not make any decisions and just sit there and wait for, the universe to do everything for you i'm not saying that at all that's ridiculous yeah it's ridiculous right but if if you watch the signs around you if you flow with the energies around you and you can only do that if you're sober if you are awake and you're out of the fog that's the only way it's going to happen yeah you know and by out of the fog some people think hey i only drink on weekends guess what (laughs) every every it takes for one weekend it takes three weekends to get out of your drinking fog
1: yeah. And so, I, re- I remember when I was like in the throes of drinking and I, I actively said to myself, I need to drink because I can't handle this world sober. Right. Um, I remember saying that I remember living in that, in that realm. And, and when I, sure, when I, sure. when I quit, when I, when I did my quitting, I quit. Like I said, you know what, fuck this has been one hell of a month. Uh, I'm going to give myself a 30 day detox. And I was quote unquote, a high functioning alcoholic. I, I was successful. Sure. I had all kinds, but I was just always filling, attempting to fill that void. Right. Yep. Yep. And when I gave myself a 30 day detox, a buddy of mine says, Hey man, uh, you did 30 days. I, I, now I think I want to do 30 days. So yes. I said, I'll do it with you. And ladies and gentlemen, just on this topic, cause we're, we're about to move on to something else. This is a great topic. This is a show all in of itself, but this is an introduction mm-hmm. to uh, Mike Oz, the jawbone of Facebook. What a!
0: Oh, we should do, we should do like segments of this. I think, I think talking about mental health and talking about addiction, these oh, days yeah. there couldn't there there can't be enough podcasts like no. and this is like where like I I you know Totally they, immodestly, immodestly, I don't immodestly. care about, put, yeah. immodestly, I put exactly. myself out there as like, like there's got to be more people that in the know that speak about this.
1: A hundred percent. And this is not your, this is not going to be your last time on the show. This is just the first time, ladies and gentlemen, this is the first time Mike and I have actually audibly connected after being yeah. friends for years. So, years. <laughs> yeah, so it's yeah. a funny thing how Facebook it's, works and how society works now. But what I was saying was to, to everyone out there that wants to try it, you know, 60 days may seem like a long time but it really yep. isn't. And 60 days is all it takes to to really assess kind of where you are and what you want to do. Um, and after 60 days, I said, I'm not going to go back to any of this. There's no point in going back to any of this. I'm just going to keep going. And my life has systematically gotten progressively better, like visually, audibly, sensibly better ever since all of that um, quitting. And it's funny because when you think back to why you drink, it's like, your whole life you've been tricked into drinking. First of all, smoking weed, eating mushrooms. These are things that grow naturally. They just grow in the ground. You can pick them, smoke them, eat them and alter your state and experience something. And they're banned and they're illegal and they're all of this, right? But if you want to have a drink, if you decide it's time for you to, to, to have a drink, drinking's okay. Drinking is fabricated. Drinking is, is controlled. Drinking is. A given um, and it's acceptable and if you drink it's like you you have to you have to justify not drinking but you don't have to justify and this is something that i've repeated over and over and over again on this podcast but and that's it that's kind of where i'm going with that um i'm wondering now as i look at the screen mike did we lose you or did you just mute yourself out no uh um, oh, can you, you hear me now too. good yeah. yeah just checking just checking okay so so that's that's kind of what i was talking about and to have the power to say you know what we've been tricked into it since the beginning of our time we're sitting there yeah. going when you're 19 you must be legal drinking age party party well, party
0: yeah yeah they make it they made it so that it was um as taboo as possible because you tell an 18 year old or a 16 year old sorry not to drink what do you think he's gonna go do the first he's thing. gonna go he's the first thing he's gonna yeah. go do he's gonna go drink <laughs> exactly exactly This and is then- psychology 101 you don't think you don't think the power to be know that
1: and why is one of every three commercials an alcohol commercial there
0: you go and no and and this is with them being hardly allowed with huge huge red tape hey if there was no red tape for them that's all we'd see on the tv at every single moment you know that's why they had to bribe and put all so much so much money lobbying to put all their alcohol and cigarettes in film Mm -hmm. from the 40s the 50s i mean anyways it's all Uh, systematic
1: Exactly. And yeah, and what I was saying, too, is you're 100% right on on segmenting and compartmentalizing this. I'm introducing my audience to you. uh, But we're definitely going to have you back on the show. We're going to talk specifically a full hour about certain stuff, or a full half hour or however much time my podcast ranges anywhere from eight minutes to like yeah. two hours so we, uh, then, then, we go and then think
0: it. about this think about this like like we were saying before just to to separate the good drugs from the bad ones like the weed and the mushrooms that you find and you take and like you said you have an experience uh, i've never heard of one uh, being of totally negative consequences there but with alcohol you're actually taking something that is uh, you know m- pretty much molding <laughs> and and man has taken and and from that has generated spirits you know,
1: and you're taking in the spirits of something else. That's well, why you're never yourself yeah, when you're drunk. I'm just looking, I'm
0: just looking even at the symbol, at the symbology of it. Of right. Course. There's one side, you have nature and the creators stuff fresh for you right there. And on the other hand is something that was created out of the, the generation out of the putrefication of God's fruits. Okay. The bastardization of that, God's holiness. That, yeah. And from that we are taking and we're, and we're ingesting it. I mean, it doesn't sound pleasant to me if I look at it like that. It sounds hey, like I, poison.
1: It well, it is poison. You're poisoning yourself, right? Of course people, you are. Of it, course you are. People are like, "Oh no, I drank so much alcohol. I've got stomach poisoning. I've got I, I've got I've poison.
0: got a yeah. I've got a friend on the other line who's trying to reach me, but and we're gonna finish this podcast. But has, somebody died uh, recently, yesterday, from for him, and he's crying and he is sad and he doesn't know what to do. So I'm gonna go help him shortly. But but the first thing that I know that he's gonna do is he's gonna go and drink, even though he's already done the program. But he's going to go and he thinks still in his mind that that is a solution
1: mm-hmm.
0: for his for it to cope with his with his feelings of grief. And let me tell all your listeners, in case they don't know already, alcohol is a depressant. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking to get more depressed, then go ahead and drink.
1: And people don't grab that yet. They don't grab no. it because they no. think, no. well, you mean no. I'm not depressed. I, ha- I had to
0: go to school. I had to go to school for this. Yeah, I actually and- had to go to addiction school to really have that impressed
1: in my mind. Yeah. And, but it, you know, giving yourself the proper amount of time too, you do see it. Mm-hmm. I sure. mean, there is, I mean, when you think alcohol is depressing and you're like, Oh no, I'm naturally depressed. Alcohol makes mm-hmm. me feel good. What you don't mm-hmm. realize is you're mm-hmm. depressed because of the alcohol that you consumed mm-hmm. a couple of days ago. And mm-hmm. now you, now you reconsume to get yourself back up to.
0: Absolutely. What goes up must come down. Yeah. And, then, and, and then, and then, and then a few days of that you're on a roller coaster.
1: There is, there is a quote that I was reading in a book. Um, Let's see if I can, oh, I don't, it's going to take me too long to pull it up, but it, uh, oh, maybe it won't. No, I've got it saved right here. No, let me just pull it up here. All right. Everybody bear with me. You're all used to me rambling as I'm quickly tippy tapping through all my la, 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 no dead air, no dead air, no dead air. Here we go. So the quote is, um, when something serious is really understood, it naturally translates into action. Action that can be liberating and joyful. And why this specifically, I believe, applies to the consumption of alcohol is once you fully grasp what alcohol is, liberating it yourself from it is extremely joyful. To appreciate the world in and around of ourselves, it's incredibly joyful. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it opens up the whole new, a whole new world for you. And why I love this is because for the longest time in my life, I'm 39 now, and I for a long 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 time was desperately trying to get back into my 20s or desperately trying to hold on to something that once was or an idea of who I was or where I was or a time that existed without without trying to do anything else. Like I was at a loss. I was upset about all that I had lost. And when alcohol was gone and when clarity came in, I became Thoroughly ecstatic for everything that was coming. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so excited for the decade of 40 to 50. Like so much great change is going to come in that decade that I can't even, mm-hmm. I can't even begin to express mm-hmm. the joy. But moving mm-hmm. forward on that note, that is the benefit to, to, to being aware of anything you may be addicted to. And addiction, again, <clears throat> drugs, drugs, alcohol, shitty people. We're addicted to shitty people right? Addiction runs. If you're addicted to one thing, there's a lot of things else that are holding you in a a spot.
0: Because what is addiction, right? Addiction is you're missing a little puzzle piece to finish your puzzle. And, and that missing piece can come from, you know, being hurt when you were younger, being abused when you were younger, being abused right now. uh, um, From, from memories you don't want to feel from something, whatever it is that you want to push down, and you don't want to deal with. So, uh, most of us have never been taught in school how to uh, have any coping mechanisms mm-hmm. so when so, when society throws at you uh, you know easy consumption of alcohol well that's a great way to easy way to cope with that so really addiction when i people say oh you have a drinking problem you have a, a smoking problem no 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 all these people including myself we all had have a living problem It's a living problem. It's a life problem. We have a a life problem that's that's the problem. The alcohol, the addiction is all an attachment to something that's going to alleviate us for a certain amount of time, right, from dealing with this problem. Mm -hmm. It's a living problem. So whatever living problem you got, you got to figure out how to fix that. Because if you don't figure out how to fix that, you're never going to fix the drink or the drugging or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. or the addiction to sex or what, cause gambling it could be anything. Right. Yeah. All those addictions, they're all distractions that, that we that fix we the find. thing you're
1: running away from.
0: That's right.
1: Yeah. 100%. Face
0: it, Absolutely.
1: Face it head on. So we will go more into addiction. I'm really sorry to hear about your friend too. Um, nice. it, uh, it's, it's a tough go, but it's everywhere. It's and, to life. Some, and to somebody like you that, that, uh, you know, he's, that you're always out there and you're always open to help people. Your Your phone rings mm-hmm. a lot. I understand that. Um, I want to talk now about Tartaria and why I bring this up is because you, sir, are mm-hmm. the forerunner. There are a lot of people out there that do a lot of things and they speak of a lot of they speak of a lot of uh a lot of topics. I mean, we got flat earth, we got we got what is the moon, we got uh, you know, you name it nine eleven, you name com- it, you all name kinds it. of stuff. Our history. I mean, one of the things that really blew my mind was the Chicago's world's fair and then the world's fair in general and, yeah. and, and, and all this stuff. And, and that you,
0: set it off for sure.
1: Yeah. And you brought to my attention, uh, I think it was you that brought to my attention star forts,
0: oh, yeah. which, which yeah.
1: were, which were a phenomenal thing and they still exist right now. I mean, if mm. you look at, if you look at the statue of Liberty and there's a star fort in the beginning of the jeopardy. So if you yeah. throw, Je- throw jeopardy on tonight, you can see they've actually got the star fort right there. It's crazy.
0: So I'll tell you about this one. So, so, so uh, I studied architecture in Italy for four years, <laughs> and uh, at the University of Architecture there, and in Rome. And I can tell you, uh, all these world fairs that we see, and all this architecture like that—that's pre- you know predominantly Tartarian. That's not in any one of the books I studied. I mean, they purposely kept that stuff out. I know because I failed that exam, the art exam, the history exam three times. So I read that book, that thousand page book three times. I know that stuff's not in there. Yeah. So you got to, you got to think just starting from this, right? Where are so people don't think that we're just conspiracy nuts. Oh, you no. Gotta
1: feel, think, free to, but, feel free to talk yeah, freely on but, that. But you got
0: to, you got to think, you got to think look at who owns the printing presses right mm-hmm. that's why that's how you eliminate the conspiracy thought look at who owns the, the all the printing presses and all the media now it's obvious we're talking like six or seven families that own it all mm-hmm. so and this is from this is from our time immemorial. so when the printing press all started the industrial revolution and people started printing big in big scale these are all the same people so whatever they wanted to occult right these are the same people who finance all the wars yeah. So whatever they wanted to change of the history, they, as they say, who wins the change can rewrite history. Well, bloody hell, I guess they may have, because they sure have the power to. You see what I'm saying? They have 100%. the power to change and make us believe a whole different history than the one that we've been told. And on top of that, they came over here, all these rich r- robber barons, they came in here in the 1800s, and they... Put all the first schools, so Yale, all the big schools, where they started teaching people um, how to think and how to learn their history, the history that they wanted this whole new nation of America and Canada to learn. And here we are, indoctrinated.
1: And people don't. People. The funny thing is because we've got that um, uh, cognitive dissonance, where we where we can say, you know, the family unit's been divided. The kids are shipped off to school to be indoctrinated into some story. But since everybody believes that the story is the truth, it's hard to, it's hard to shake that. It's hard to get off the lie. Yes. Uh, and now this, this is a big one because this one, this one goes way <coughs> beyond what most people can grasp. It's like when you say something or when I say something like every single thing that you think you know was delivered to you, specifically handed to you on a silver platter
0: mm-hmm. for you
1: to base the rest mm-hmm. of your life on, for you to understand mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you are fundamentally making a mistake based on the information you have you can't get sure. to the right answer when you've Absolutely. started with all of the wrong work yeah and so i'm going to tie this back into uh, tartaria because again this one this one really blew my mind small things that we that we uh, we take for granted now i will talk again about star Force. i will talk again about the world's fair the world's fair these buildings are these buildings are extensively massive and we are told that they were built to collapse and they weren't. Now, I also no. believe that the, the, when you talk about the wars, he who, who, he who wins the wars dictates the story. We sure. believe, uh, people that read the story, we believe that World War I and World War II are the wars they're referring to. Mm-hmm. I believe that those wars were designed to wipe out the architecture. Yep. Uh, I also believe that they were used to be the basis that we refer to as the wars. And if we think that those wars are over, we don't realize that the war hmm. on us has yep. never ended
0: no in mm-hmm. fact i was just looking this morning coincidentally that we're talking about this i was just mm-hmm. studying on cuz i um, i'm here near halifax so i was studying the explosion that happened in Halifax, it's one of the biggest disasters in Canada, in fact, the biggest disaster in Canada, that That's happened in right. 1917, and when this barge uh, hit another barge right in the port, and uh, 3,000 people died. It was the biggest explosion, they said that it was such an explosion that it, it it made the Moab bomb look like a little, uh, a little poof poof of smoke. So it, it was enormous. And then you have to think about what the strategy was because that was all the munitions going to Europe, right? So, th- so with that, that really hindered the war effort, mm-hmm. right? So there's a lot of stuff that when you see the buildings that were destroyed in Halifax, there are some really, really, really big and really, really old churches that uh, we, we don't see them historically being built two, 300 years before that.
1: Well, no, and also the story of the oldest church in Canada is the one in the Old Port in Montreal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. not the oldest church in Canada it's a nice one but yeah. it's not it's not of Tartarian design so well mm-hmm. this is obviously this is this is a topic that can go on forever but if we talk about Tartarian we're talking about again mud floods which is a phenomenal topic um, if you if you could describe something like picture if you're going to tell a story with your knowledge we've got the the red building mm-hmm. red brick power mm-hmm. plants Tartarian power mm-hmm. plants yeah people don't know what Tartaria is. People don't know what the mud floods are. This is a topic that is getting very low coverage, even in the quote unquote conspiracy realm, but it's mm-hmm. out there. It's things that when you look at any major city, any major city, Dallas, Toronto, mm-hmm. uh, Istanbul, any major city in any continent, they have yeah. the identical infrastructure. Yeah. They have the identical building patterns. Yeah. So, so, what,
0: so okay. here, I'll, tell, I'll, I'll say it like yes, this. Absolutely. To, to, to all your listeners, right? So uh, if you're in a big city, Go check out your old city hall. Go check out like the first library uh, or the first, um, uh, the first train station. If there's still an older train station, go look at those. Go look at the architecture of that. And then go look for the construction photos. I really want you to because that's where you're going to start being stumped. You're going to be like, hey, 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 why are there no construction photos for these buildings? Or if there are a couple, why do they look really doctored? And, and who took the, the, the photograph of those pictures? That person doesn't even look like they exist. What's going on here? I mean, I'm telling you, I have been stumped so much by research like this, right, that I go look. And, for example, the um, Parliament Building of Canada. This it's so interesting. You go look at the photos. The photos look very doctored. Then you look at who took the pictures, and he is Mr. Not Man. What a weird name, eh? not a man. <laughs> Anyways, Mr. Not Man, okay, he, if you go look at his bio, even just on Wikipedia, right, he wasn't just one of the photographers. First of all, he was the photographer of all the, of all the prime ministers and blah, blah, blah. But on top of that, his specialty was doctoring photos, was composite photos, basically putting a scene up, and then adding another scene on top and making it look like it was done that same day. Can you imagine that? <laughs> Basically, he had the qualifications to make up these pictures and to show us uh, a construction that was not going on.
1: And it's you know their I mean? game It's their game to put that in front of us. Like, not only of did course. they do that, but they, they called him Not-Man. And they said, yes. this is what he's doing. We're telling yes. you what he's doing.
0: Of course. And they have to remember that. Yeah. Remember that. It, 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 the people who understand karmic laws, which are, for example, the Masons, and I won't even call them Freemasons, we'll get into that word another day, but you know, the Masons, they know that they have to give you the fighting chance. If they don't give you a fighting chance, the Creator is going to be very mad at them. Karma is going to come right back and bite them in the ass. So they've got to give you a fighting chance. Why do you think they put out all, all this truth in, in the movies, in the TV shows, especially in the B series TV shows that my wife loves, you know? She has so much more knowledge on the side that like every once in a while I'll show her some symbols, she'll be like, oh yeah, this is this and for my show, and this is my other thing for my show. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. If you follow all these shows like she does, she can actually arrive at what they're trying to talk about now. Like right now what's popular out there is the uroboros, you know, the serpent that eats its own tail. And what, that, what does that mean? Well, it could mean a lot of things. To some it means it's the end of the world that's coming. Hmm. Our time is coming.
1: Who knows? What shows is she watching?
0: Oh, I can't. I don't even know. Doesn't even heard. matter, right? You said B yeah. shows. I thought
1: there was like a list. Of yeah, like
0: were... like the 100 or they're B shows to me. Anyways. <laughs>
1: oh, I get it. I get it.
0: Like the 100 and and Stargate and 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 you know Battlestar Galactica. and I'm just saying all these like very well, space movies too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I can't watch anymore.
1: No, it, you know what's funny. I was actually just having a conversation with a friend of mine who's who's going through his own spiritual awakening. He hasn't even been, he hasn't even been uh, really subjected to the, <coughs> those that are like minded. And he's like, I can't watch. I can I just. I I've lost interest. I don't know what it is. I've just lost interest in, in television and media. Yeah. And you yeah. know what we're looking at here, um, uh, you know the media is is it's so perverse. Mm-hmm. You know, we had that entire Me Too movement. Uh, and celebrities everywhere talking out about it, right, because they were coerced too, and not a single mm-hmm. person talking about epstein and epstein 's mm-hmm. the biggest one epstein 's mm-hmm. the pedophilia mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. none of the celebrities are like uh yeah you know i 'll get in because that.
0: because they, why because they 've all they 've all sold their souls if you 're famous and you stay famous, I could promise you, you sold your soul
1: of course
0: of course so yeah. so so girls why why are they going to have you hanging around right so <clears throat> So, anyways, yes, I agree with you. And, uh, and and this Epstein thing is because everyone's got a skeleton in their closet. So by arms, by arm, by by an extension of an arm in Hollywood, you know, no one's gonna, you know, very few will talk.
1: Well, I have a, I have a different take on Hollywood. I used to think that they had sold their souls. I used to think that they were people that sold their souls. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also look at you know uh, reptilians, you know, and I used to laugh mm-hmm. at that too, reptilians. What are you talking about, lizard people? Mm-hmm. You know, like that. Mm-hmm. That to me was it was hilarious. But Mm-hmm. every single royal is yep. is not one of us. It, there's human beings, you and me, human beings, but there is another entity on this planet that is working against mm-hmm. us. It's mm-hmm. visibly working against us, and, and I used to think that it's humans versus humans. It's us versus them, mm-hmm. and we've heard this, us versus them, for so long that we just think mm-hmm. it's us versus them. Um, I personally think that it's whoever they are or whatever they are, It's I think it's two entities. It could be the Nephilim. It could be anything. It could be a, a, something that we can't even comprehend mm-hmm. because it's never mm-hmm. even been mentioned.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But, but I think that there are two entities or more mm-hmm. on this mm-hmm. planet. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where the us versus them come from. And I also think, you know, you are a celebrity. If you are a celebrity, you're born into it. Like anyone that's in Disney, they're born into it or they're cloned yeah. into it or this or that. Sure. Um, or, you know, or you have uh, people that have, 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 have technically have thoroughly sold their souls. And these are the people that end up getting suicided or kill themselves or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you look at what's his name, Anton Yelchin, the guy from star mm-hmm. Trek, mm-hmm. he, he died because his Jeep Cherokee rolled backwards and crushed him against his own. Yeah. fence.
0: Yeah. On the other side, you have like really good, good, goody, good boys. Um, like, um, Oh, what's his name? Uh, what's that rock and roll star? He's old as oh, hell gosh. now. No, 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 no. Uh,
1: Have you seen the Johnny cash video where all of them are covering their God's going to strike you down? Have you seen this video? (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay. So, so God's going to strike you down is the Johnny cash video and it's all celebrities doing the finger over the eye. They're all looking miserable and they're all telling you like, we're all fucked. That's really, it's a phenomenal, it's a phenomenal video. I'll actually, I'll post it into your, uh,
0: uh, I'll shoot you a message.
1: I'll shoot you a message. It's a great song, obviously, but it's all these celebrities being like, we fucking sold our soul. Here it is, yeah. And if you guys haven't heard this video, it's God's going to strike you down. I'm going to double check that um, while you add to that.
0: So, um, oh my God, why, why is his name is King Bob? Bob uh, Dylan. Yes. So Bob Dylan, when I don't know if you've seen it, the interview where uh, you know they ask him, you know, like um, you know, what, what's going on with this uh, double stuff? Did you sell your soul to the devil? And, uh, And, you know, and he tells the interviewer, he's like, well, yeah, to the commander in chief upstairs, you know, he ain't talking about God, (laughs) you know, so anyways,
1: that brings out another topic too. I mean, you you got people talking about God, right? We got people saying worship God. We got Kanye West saying praise Jesus. Oh,
0: it's another inversion. Yeah. To to all your listeners. I mean, in case you haven't heard this yet, you want to find the truth about the world, really start looking at everything as inverted. Okay, Any, anything that's been pushed out as promoted as propaganda, television, look at all those symbols, most of them as being inverted. If you want to look for the truth, it's like, uh, if I, I'm what I'm about to do is I'm going to go look in my encyclopedia, I'm going to go look down at where anything that starts with the devil, right, like Devil's Peak, Devil's, you know, all these places like that that I, I believe are all places that were inverted in their names to, you know, to discredit them, to co opt them, to not make us go look for them. You know, especially when we were, we were all Catholic and very, very religious in the 18 and 1900s, you know, and then, um, and so as soon as it's called the Devil's Peak or Devil's Tower, right? Think, think about it, Devil's Tower, the one place that is like, it is so obvious that is a tree trunk. Okay, so they called it Devil's Tower, so nobody would go there.
1: It's funny. It's, it's you know, funny when you talk about a tree trunk. People like people, people, oh, I don't a lot of people listening would understand. Yeah,
0: it, so, so, so think about giant a tree trees. Trunk. Yeah. That's, that's, that's literally half a mile wide. Yeah. Okay. So, but these are, these are all like, I mean, if you want to look into the Bible at all, there is definitely enough in there speaking about ancient trees. They were cut down by angels. I mean, it's all there. And then if you go look at the images that are, that are out there, pretty
1: incredible. What are those? Did you say you had to go? Did I hear that? No, no, no. I oh, said okay. pretty incredible. Oh, did, what, what do you, um, <laughs> we're everywhere. I really want your take on all this stuff. I'm enjoying this as much as my audience is because I've never heard you speak on sure. this shit, but sure, sure. what, what are your, what is your take on, on the giant trees? Um, what is your take on that because i mean yeah when we look in when we look into flat earth and all that sort of stuff flat earth is a yep. great idea it's a, it's a fun mm-hmm. concept but mm-hmm. it's, it's not it's, you it's know, not complete
0: it's not complete no
1: it's it's a, all flat earth really is is it makes you realize that we're fucking we're not on a ball we're just not on a ball in space yeah in space yep. but there's so much more out there that is like oh this, god what is this Oh, yes. What is your take on giant trees? What, what research yep. have you done that says, yep. you know, what was its purpose? What was its this? So, so okay, so check this
0: out. So uh, if you look at the way things are right now, they're, we're here under pressure, okay? We, mm. we, can, they, we tested that, right? Now, uh, the people say it's because from the atmosphere, whatever. Okay, we're under a certain amount of pressure. Before, the canopy was much, much, much higher. According to the size of these trees, the canopy just of these trees was maybe five six kilometers high, so the, our entire atmosphere was much higher. So there was a lot more oxygen and a lot more availability. So everything was bigger. Just take that. Everything mm-hmm. was a lot bigger. And you know, there's proof of that. So, you know, uh, we can find mushrooms that are that are pet- petrified in the desert, and they're like uh, three and a half meters tall. Right. So it, there's evidence of this. Right? Now, so the trees were, like I said, immense, and you can find remnants of this all over the world. Just take a lot of pictures of a broken tree trunk that's been broken down by, let's say, the wind in a big storm. Go take some pictures. Look at the Internet of some pictures of uh, broken down trees and look at their tree trunks. And then look at at enlarged mountains. Okay? And I can promise you that a lot of those mountains are trees. Petrified, Mm -hmm. ancient trees. Now... And you can see, for example, like uh, a tree form in uh, in uh, under a microscope has, when it's petrified, all the uh, all its inside become um, a like a basaltic structure, which is a hexagon uh, hexagonal structure, long hexagonals. and the you causeway. can find that. Yeah, you can find that in nature exactly. The the Giant's Causeway in England find it there is an example and uh and the and the history of the causeway will tell you that there was two giants there and one wanted to reach the other and so he he put all these tree trunks uh, uh, to walk so he could walk through the the sea there anyways and, and and that would look like what we're looking at you know if we were looking at a petrified tree the tree uh, stump under the microscope so things were just bigger back then okay and um now, whether the angels came and cut it, I don't know who cut it. Some of them look like they were brought down by the flood, and by if you look at some of the stories of the flood, it would make sense that back then, you know, before the flood, antediluvian times, we see that everybody was a lot taller. It's even in the Bible; they were very now, is tall. This,
1: is this the mud flood, or is this Noah's flood, and and is it the same flood? Eh,
0: hey, who knows? I think I think there was many floods. Uh, that's just what I think because I think I see. I see this stuff happening over and over. Like there are definitely, there there's many different resets. If you look at history, there's many different resets that, that explain everything now to me. Like the end of the Incas, the end of the Aztecs, the end of the Olmecs, the end of the uh, of Egypt, uh, Egypt, the end of Greece, if there was Greece. But I'm just saying, if you go back to all these places, all these people, they started out from nothing and then they died off and went and poof into nothing. Like the, this is a symbol of a cataclysm, right? For sure. Now, if we look at then, uh, for example, solar, grand solar minimums, you can go look this up on the internet, grand solar minimums will show you that cyclically through life, through history, we've had, you know, big moments of, um, of ice ages, right? When, the, when there's not, no, no sunspots, no solar activity, boom, big ice age. And then there's life again. And then boom, another ice age. And then boom, there's life again. I mean, this thing's been happening for who knows how long. Hmm.
1: And it's funny because we don't have, we don't have uh, anything really to go off. So we can look at the research and we can see this stuff and we can say, okay, well, this makes sense to me. But it only makes sense to me based on some of the information that I learned from them, some of the things that I debunked, some of the things that I lied. So we're essentially piecemealing our own information together.
0: Mm-hmm. And, but that's what. But that's what. That's what scientists and people are like. Oh, it's not science. Hey, yeah. hey, you know, settled science is only settled until somebody figures out something new. Like you know, how many times science has screwed up in the past well, a science, lot.
1: Science is a only, lot. Science is just another story to believe. You believe in God or you believe in science. They're all just fantasies.
0: Yeah, they're and, just pitting you. They're just pitting you that way, right? So
1: because people think math. Is, yeah, people think math is. Uh, math is. Um, an absolute. So they say oh, math is absolute, then science is absolute. Well, science is just guesswork, and people don't get that. Well, and because then, we also you know, have science. We have science saying like, look, here's a here's a picture of Kepler. Here's a here's a picture of here's a picture of a black hole. Well, well know, this we is are, science. This listen, is science telling us. We case.
0: we are on a need to know basis from these controllers. Okay, oh, we're yeah. on a need need to know basis. Oh, so if you look at the math that we have, and then you look at the math that me and my researchers are finding out, which is vortex mathematics, all based on the toroid form. Okay. All that, all that has been coming out of Tartaria.
1: Now that's amazing to think, to, all to, of that to think like that, that I, the fact yeah. that we live in a math world, that, but that's only the math that they've handed us. Yeah. And they're lying they, to us at, going, our earth exists in string theory, our earth exists in, in, in a universe. <laughs> but and they say all they don't, all don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They know, right? The, the people behind, like in the American military, you think they don't know about toroidal mathematics?
1: Absolutely. They do. Yeah. But they still got us arguing over the uh, Coriolis effect. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh no, it's ridiculous.
1: No, it is. It is. So, so what did you what did you dig up? And and again, you know, we've been trying to talk about Tartaria for the past hour, but it's not happening. That's okay too. Well, we could do a whole show on Tartaria, but that. So what? What is this math? What is, is there a glimpse or something that you can sort of put out there that? that oh map? yeah,
0: yeah. So okay, so so uh, if you go look at, um, um well, basically, okay, if you take a magnet. And, and, and you think that the magnet, what it's doing is at the center of the magnet, it's pulling everything inwards like a black hole. But on the outside of the magnet, it's pushing everything out, right? So that's how magnetism works. Not even electromagnetism, just magnetism works. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if you look at, um, it looks like a donut. It looks like a donut. That's what the that energy vortex looks like a donut. So, so that they've shown the Russians first. They've done experiments and found that this actual shape promotes free energy because out of a magnet, it's it, it's promoting free energy directly,
1: hmm. which is all of Tesla's work. And he was, you know, one of the most uh, um, advanced people mm-hmm. uh, or, or or brains of our time. Or or so goes the story. Because here's the thing, even the small stuff that we think is escaping, you know, it seems to me that that would also be contract. Like we know that Einstein stole from Tesla, but do we? Like Einstein was just a puppet. So, you know, what's Tesla's story? You know, there are things, here's, here's a fun fact when I talk about, you know, is there something that we can sort of put into, into factual evidence? When we talk about the earth, to anyone that's new to this, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, boy, you are a lucky person. But I will say this, you know, if you want to a general idea of what the world that we live on looks like or how it works, you can easily, and if you're good with puzzles, you can take the earth as is delivered, divided up by time zones and temperature. Those two keys right there. If you link everything together, roughly on the same idea of time zone and temperature, you'll be able to see what the world actually looks like. Cause time zones only work in North America, in Europe. They're scattered. You can, you can Google a time zone map and you'll see it's just absolutely scattered. It's all over the place. How is it possible that it's that it's uh, noon and the sun is directly overhead in northern Russia and in Australia? It doesn't work. But there it is, because they're in the same time zone. So
0: so listen, my good friend, I must tell you that I'm 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 being seriously called and I have to run. Yes. Is that okay? We're, absolutely. We're, I, I absolutely. think we're, we're almost at the end. Yeah. But um, but I want to come back and I want to talk more about this stuff.
1: Absolutely. We're definitely going to have you back on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, due to unforeseen circumstances, we're going to cut this one short. Uh, and Michael, um, I'm so happy to have had you on the show, to have experienced just an inch of your brain. Uh, and it's I just the beginning. It's
0: just the beginning. I, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we're definitely going to have you
1: back. For sure, for Thank sure, you. for sure. We're going to pick a topic and we're going to hammer it out. And, you let your friend know that uh, he's also on the show because we've, we've spoken of him now and we're all, we're all hoping that, that he does really well and that he gets through this without the drink.
0: Absolutely. Thanks so much, buddy.
1: All right, buddy. You take care. All right. You too. Bye. And ladies and gentlemen, that was (laughs) a very impromptu meeting with Mike Oz. He is uh, just he's a, to me, he's a, an interesting, a phenomenal, a fascinating individual who's got so much to share. Um, so there are people out there that 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 refuse to ask questions, to listen to stories, to do anything. That anything that is against the norm, they don't want to hear about it. And to those people, you miss out on personalities like Mike. You miss out on hearts like Mike. This guy is is a rock star. Um, one of the greatest people I've never met, uh, but will we'll change that real soon. Uh, so really happy to have had him on the show, really happy that he's off to help his buddy. Um, and I think, I think again, a little bit scattered, but as these progress and as we move on with these, we're going to have specific guests that you're going to be familiar with and that they're going to have their expertise and that we're going to, we're going to really systematize these things. Remember, we're not even 60 episodes in here. So by episode 400, everybody's going to be well-versed in loving life and absolutely happy, both mind, body, soul work. That's the intention to find your personal unity. And in the infamous words of Red Green, ladies and gentlemen, keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast.
0: Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day.
1: You got it, Pontiac.